Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today. Uh, Jeremiah is off until not tomorrow, Friday. I keep I keep using days and whatnot, but I know that your time might be different from when I'm actually uh, when you're actually listening to this. So, but for me, uh, today is Wednesday, and uh, Jeremiah and I typically do our podcast on Friday. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, today is uh, episode sixteen point four, and uh, we are in chapter eleven, John chapter eleven, and we're going to read today about um, raising uh, Lazarus from the dead. So. Uh, just give me a second. I got to pause for just a moment. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry about that. I uh, had a little itchy nose going on, so I didn't want you to sit there looking at me itching my nose. And now I'm going to take a drink because I got a raspy voice. <clears throat> so, so today we get to read about <clears throat> uh, raising Lazarus from the dead. A few things in here that I either didn't remember or um, this is all new to me. Um, I have read this story before, um, but <clears throat> apparently uh, this, there's some things that I just don't remember about this story. So, so first, before we start, uh, so we received an email from uh, a, one of our followers. Uh, her name is Teresa, and she was uh, explaining that she, uh, I guess uh, she was, um, listening yesterday and uh, I was talking about how um, this is like just seems to be unprecedented times and there just seems to be always something happening I'm hearing of other uh, every day there's something new something happens uh, somebody gets hurt somebody gets sick um, and it's just it just keeps happening and during this I think God is looking for us to exalt him and to praise him in the storm, which is what I, I wrote back to her. And so, um, but we are all, you know, we're all living through stuff. There, There's no perfect lives and we're all having things that, you know, sometimes you're living kind of smooth for a while and, you know, kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden it feels like everything sort of compiles at the same time. And, uh, you know, the only thing you can do is just keep praying, keep praying and make sure that you give God the glory before, during, and after. Um, because I, I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, giving God the glory before he even does anything. Um, I'm not always great about it, trust me. I mean, sometimes I'm wallowing in my own self-pity. So, uh, you know, but don't feel like you're the only one. So, uh, Teresa, uh, when you listen to this, uh, we will... Be lifting you up in prayer. I think it was your brother uh, who had a heart attack, uh, and you know they're waiting to do some surgery on him. So and there was some dogs that were sick, um, and there, you know, I, I, people sometimes don't get that dogs are part of your family. Uh, we have two dogs, and um, they're part of our family, and we take care of them, you know, uh, because they're dependent upon us. So and when they get sick. You feel bad and you want to you know get them through it so you know they need prayer too just you know cats dogs whatever animals you have fish hamsters whatever it is so uh, anyway <clears throat> so Teresa we are praying for you and uh, you know uh, praying that God will um, you know swoop in and save the day it's his will you know ultimately it's his will whatever happens to us 
And, um, you know, there's just, uh, it, stuff happens, you know, and you just have to pray. You don't know why God is doing things. Um, I may have mentioned this before. If I did, I'm sorry. Uh, old age has kicked in. But, uh, you know, my mom got sick three years ago. And I went to take care of her uh, when she was in hospice care. And, you know, we don't know why. We don't know. You know, it took her a really long time to, to pass on. Uh, she kind of hung in there. Um, but she did pass. And, you know, maybe looking forward from, you know, 2019 into two, 2000. It was, the, it was July of 2019. Uh, by January, February, March, whatever, we started hearing about COVID. You know, maybe God was saving her from that uh, disaster of possibly, you know, dying a really slow, horrible death from, you know, from COVID. I don't know. You know, I don't know what God's plan is, but I do know that he is in control. He knows our the days that we are, are that we're supposed to live here. He knows the numbers of hairs on our head. I mean, he, this is what he knows about us. And so uh, we just have to trust in God that he's going to take care of us right to the very end, no matter what it is. And, you know, I, again, I don't know why, you know, people walk into a convenience store and get shot. I don't know why, you know, these things happen, but God knows there's reasons for it to happen. My dad died when I was 17 of a heart attack. You know, did I, I, I who knows why, you know? I don't know, but, you know, things happen and that's just, you know, that's life. It's, you know, again, God doesn't promise us an easy life, um, but he does promise that he will see us through. And so, and I've found that that is absolutely 100% true. So, all right, sorry, I've gone on for six minutes now. I'm looking at my little clock on my, on my computer. So let me open up in prayer and, uh, and just, I hope I'm encouraging you to know that, you know, put your trust in God. I mean, that's first and foremost and give him the glory because he deserves all the glory. And I always pray that. So I hope that my <clears throat> prayers every day aren't sounding too repetitive because uh, they, they are heartfelt uh, every day. So, uh, all right, so let me open up in prayer, and then we'll dive into uh, reading about Lazarus. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, uh, we are honored and so humbled by you, and uh, we are so grateful and so thankful, and we give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise. Um in advance, during, in the future. This is what we do. And we put all of our trust in you to carry us through. Lord, we're so grateful for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We know that he is your only son and that you sent him to this earth to die on the cross for us. It was his perfect, spotless blood that was shed for our sins. And we are so thankful for that. And uh, without that, we would not have salvation and we would not uh, be welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, he is the bridge that brings us into heaven. So Lord, we're just so thankful for that. Um, Lord, there are many prayers out there. Uh, there are unheard prayers. There are quiet prayers. There are prayers that are being uh, revealed to us. And Lord, we're just asking you to put a covering over all those prayers. Watch over us, bless us, take care of us, and see us through the storms that we uh, are seeing. I know there's Teresa out there who uh, has her brother and 
family members and there's so many things going on for her and Lord I just pray blessings over her and uh, for those that are not uh, expressing what their prayer needs are uh, we just ask you to just put a covering over the unheard prayers as well Lord for me I've got some friends that are sick right now and I'm praying over each one of them um, and I just pray that uh, you know you will take hold of it and uh, see them through whatever trials and tribulations that they're going through um, you know who I'm specifically talking about and I just ask you to put a covering over them <clears throat> Lord thank you for this time in your word we thank you for revealing yourself to us and uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity uh, yet one more day to get to read your word out into the world, which is what our mission is, is to get the word out into the world. Lord, I'm asking you to bless this ministry <clears throat> and uh, send it out to whoever needs to hear it. Uh, praying it hits every corner of the earth. Um, and uh, not for my glory, but for your glory. Uh, this is not about me. This is about you. So just help me to... Uh, to continue doing this and to giving me the opportunity open our hearts open our minds uh, empty ourselves of the world and whatever's in our heads that are bogging us down and just fill us with the holy spirit and what you want to reveal to us uh, in this moment in this day lord take us where you want us to go let us meet the people you want us to meet let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way in jesus name amen <clears throat> all right sorry about that I don't know what I'm sorry about. I mean, it's just, we're praying all together. Uh, this is what we do. We read, we pray, uh, we're getting God's word out there. So uh, I'm just going to do a shameless plug. You know, if you're listening and you're, you know, you're, you're uh, being blessed by this, uh, please share it with uh, anybody you want out there. Uh, send them the link. Uh, send them our, our, um, our uh, webpage. Um send them our facebook page insta uh, we don't have instagram yet but youtube whatever however you're listening to us spotify uh apple please feel free to share this uh podcast with anybody out there who who's ha who's struggling who's uh, struggling with trying to open up their bible and try to learn something from what god's got to tell us i've learned so much <laughs> in these uh we've done oh, what three and a half chapters i think so uh, we're almost through the first four uh, books of the New Testament. That's amazing, you know. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you for being uh, loyal listeners out there. And again, spread it out there. Spread the word. And uh, let's get as many people reading their Bible as we can. I think that there is, unprecedented. again, the word unprecedented. There are unprecedented things going on in our world um, that I believe uh, I think God is just trying to get our attention and bring us back to him. This country was founded on these principles. And uh, I believe that, you know, I think as a nation, we need to get back to God. I mean, that, that's, a, that's just, I mean, it's just, I sit and watch the news every day and there's so much uh, horrific things going on. There's also good things going on. You know, I, I like seeing the good stuff. I like seeing the fun stuff. Uh, there's a lot of unity going on, but there's also just so much other stuff. So, Lord, I just pray over this country. I, I forget to do that, and I wish I had said that today, but I'll just say right now, Lord, just put a covering over this country. Unify us, and I pray for 
uh, a revival uh, in you, in Jesus' name. Okay, <clears throat> episode 16.4, I'll stop rambling now. Uh, we are in John chapter 11. <clears throat> the raising of Lazarus. A man named Lazarus, uh, a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus's sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I am glad I wasn't there. For now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. So he told them plainly, Lazarus, I'm sorry, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go. Let's go to and die with Jesus. Sorry, I'm just, just messing up. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, Lord, she told him. I have always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then she returned to Mary. She then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the mourners and told her, The teacher is here and wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. When the people who were at the house consoling Mary saw her leave so hastily, they assumed that she was going to Lazarus's grave to weep. So they followed her there. When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him. And he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? He asked. They told him, Lord, come and see. Then Jesus wept. The people who were standing nearby said, See how much he loved him? But some said, This man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb. A cave with a stone rolled across its entrance. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he has been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled the stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so they so that they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave cloths, his face unwrapped, his face wrapped in a head cloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. The plot to kill Jesus. Many of the people who were with Mary believed in Jesus when they saw this happen. But some went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the leading priests and Pharisees called the high council together. What are we going to do? They asked each other. This man certainly performs many miraculous signs. If we allow him to go on like this, soon everyone will believe in him. Then the Roman army will come and destroy both our temple and our nation. Caiaphas who was high priest at that time, said, You don't know what you're talking about. You don't realize that it's better for you that one man should die for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed. He did not say this on his own. As high priest at that time, he was led to prophecy that Jesus would die for the entire nation, and not only for that nation, but to bring together and unite all the children of God scattered around the world. So from that time on, the Jewish leaders began to plot Jesus' death. As a result, Jesus stopped his public ministry among the people and left Jerusalem. He went to a place near the wilderness to the village of Ephraim, Ephraim, Ephraim and stayed there with his disciples. It was now almost time for the Jewish Passover celebration, and many people from all over the country arrived in Jerusalem several days early so they could go through the purification ceremony before Passover began. They kept looking for Jesus, but as they stood around in the temple, they said to each other, What do you think? He won't come for Passover, will he? Meanwhile, the leading priests and Pharisees had publicly ordered that anyone seeing Jesus must report it immediately so they could arrest him. All right, <clears throat> so there's a lot of, a lot of stuff here. To kind of sift through, I will try to uh, not um, dilly dally. So there was something that had an asterisk next to it, and I'm not sure where it was. Dang, I should have put a little circle around it, but maybe I'll I'll pop. It'll pop at me again. So, all right. So uh, a man named Lazarus was sick. 
Mary and Martha. Now, I don't know if this is the same Mary and Martha that the story where Mary sat at Jesus's feet and Martha was busy cleaning the house and, you know, getting the food prepared. And she was married at Mary because Mary wasn't helping out. You know, we talked about being a Martha. You should, you know, set aside time for God. <clears throat> so I don't know if that's the same. But he apparently, uh, John, wanted to make sure that we understood that it was Mary was the one who took the expensive perfume uh, and uh, wiped it from Jesus's feet. So the girls sent a message to Jesus and says, your Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But Jesus specifically doesn't want to go because he wants to make sure that he is nowhere in sight when Lazarus dies. He wants to make sure that God gets all the glory. He wants to make sure that people recognize the fact that he is nowhere to be found. He had nothing to do with Lazarus's death so that when he does raise him from the dead, it will be all to the glory of God. So uh, he stayed where he was for the next two days. And then he says, let's go back to Judea and the disciples don't want him to go because he was just, you know, being, people wanted to stone him, you know, back there. And Jesus is talking about, you know, he's got 12 hours to get there in the daylight, I guess. Uh, they can see uh, during the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of the world, of this world, of this world. But at night there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. <clears throat> And then he goes to say, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. You know, he's trying to be delicate, I think. Uh, but they're not getting it. And Jesus meant, you know, that, that Lazarus had died. And he says, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. You know, again, he's saying to them, <clears throat> it's a good thing I'm here because this will prove that I will be performing that miracle of him dying. Uh, I mean, of him being raised from the uh, from the dead. And then I didn't quite get this little, you know, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go to and die with Jesus. I don't know why that little, little snippet was in there, you know. Um, but it did, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's just showing how, you know, Thomas the twin is really and truly on board for what uh, Jesus is saying. So Jesus uh, arrives at Bethany, uh, and he's told that Lazarus had already been uh, in the grave. He meets with Martha. Martha says, uh, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Um, and then Jesus says, your brother will rise again. And she's, you know, she's thinking he's talking about, you know, when everybody else rises from the dead, you know, in the end day, the last days. And Jesus says this famous uh, quote that we've always heard. Uh, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, Lord, I've always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Uh, and then she tells Mary uh, that the teacher wants to see you. And Mary immediately doesn't wait. She immediately is obedient and goes to him. Uh, they go to, I guess they go to the graveside. Now, this is interesting. Um, when Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at her feet and said the same thing. Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. And when Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing, he has a deep anger. 
I'm not quite sure why he has this deep anger in him. Uh, I think it's because they're just not getting it and they're not believing, you know, he's going to do what he says he's, you know, said he was going to do. And so, you know, and he's deeply troubled by this. He's like, what do I have to do to get y'all on board? And then they told him, uh, and they saw Jesus weep, uh, and they see how much he loved him. But some said, this man healed a blind man, couldn't he? So there's still people, couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? You know, it's like he can perform all these other miracles for everybody else, but his own good friend, he can't, you know, keep from dying. So again, Jesus was still angry as he arrives at the tomb because he's mad because they're not believing him. I, will, I think this is what's going on. So, um, and so Jesus asks him to roll the stone aside. And of course, he's giving God the glory out loud so everybody can hear it. Um, Didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me, but I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. Lazarus, come out. So, you know, he's saying this out loud. And this is exactly what I was talking about in the very beginning of this podcast. You know, it's like, give God the glory before, during, after. This is what exactly uh, what he's, I think he's, you know, that is what he's saying. And this is what I was talking about earlier. So that's just confirmation. And then it goes into uh, the plot to kill Jesus. Um, some believed in Jesus, but then some of them went running to the Pharisees, you know, to tell them what happened. Um, and they are, you know, chomping at the bit. What are we going to do? This man certainly performs many miraculous signs. If we allow him to go on like this, soon everyone will believe in him and the Roman army will come and destroy our temple. Now, Caiaphas, now I'm not sure, and if I'm saying this wrong, please, again, feel free to call me out on it or to correct me. But Caiaphas is saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't realize that it's better for one man should die for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed. I think this is where Caiaphas is realizing that, okay, so the the, the other leaders are worried that the Romans are going to uh, see the threat of Jesus and destroy all of them, all of the Pharisees, the whole Jewish nation. Uh, Caiaphas is saying, if we, you know, put an end to Jesus with the help of the Romans, then they will be preserved. The, the Jews will be preserved. The, 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 the uh, religious leaders will be preserved. So it's better for one man to die for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed. So I think that's what they, I think that's what he's getting at here. And he's not saying this on his own. He's read this in the prophecies uh, that uh, Jesus would die for the entire nation and not only for that nation, but to bring together and unite all the children of God scattered around the world. So from that time on, the Jewish leaders began to plot Jesus' death. And then Jesus went quiet. Uh, he went to a place near the wilderness, to the village of Ephraim, and, to, and stayed there with his disciples. And then they're getting ready for the Passover celebration. So we know we're getting close. And um, and they kept looking for Jesus, uh, wondering if he's going to show up for Passover or not. Uh, and in the meantime, the leading priests and Pharisees had publicly ordered that anyone seeing Jesus must report it immediately so they could arrest him. So they're, you know, they're plotting, they're doing their 
their thing. So, all right, that's it for today. Uh, really good stuff. This has kind of gone a little bit longer than I anticipated. Uh, I hope I'm not keeping you from anything pressing. Of course, you can pause it and come back and listen. But so, uh, with all of that said, uh, and reading all that we read, uh, we will not go a moment without giving you the opportunity to uh, give your life to Jesus and to become a Christ follower. If you haven't done that, uh, here's your opportunity. We'll lead you in a prayer and uh, you can uh, say it with us. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will follow him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So, you just said the prayer. Congratulations and uh, welcome to the uh, Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Christ, uh, the Kingdom of Heaven. However you want to say it, you are now a Christ follower. Uh, believe it in your heart, say it with your mouth, and uh, you will be saved. So uh, get to a church. We always say that. We always say, uh, you know, find a pastor if you've got questions. Uh, tell somebody, mark it in your Bible uh, that today was the day that you gave your life to Jesus. So uh, amazing stuff. I'm so thankful for everyone out there listening. I'm blessed to be a part of this. And I pray blessings over you during this moment uh, and for the rest of your day. So uh, I will see you tomorrow and uh, we will continue this uh, reading. So God bless you. Have a great day and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.